Welcome to Thought Feeder. My name is Joel Goodman. With me, as always, is the best podcaster I know, John Steven Stansel. JS, uh, this is a sad-ish episode. What makes this episode sad, JS? It's the final episode of Thought Feeder. We are saying so long, sweet Thought Feeder. But we're going out on a high note. It's not, it's not a sad thing. Podcasts run their course, and that's what happens. You know, and this started off as a slightly pre-pandemic hobby for us, and then the pandemic hit, and we were not. I want to say the record: we were not a pandemic podcast. This was planned before the pandemic. Our our first very rough episode was recorded before the pandemic, and then I think our first published episode was like, "Oh crap, there's a pandemic." We wanted to create this podcast uh, back, you know, when JS still worked in higher ed, and. Uh, needed an outlet to vent some of his frustrations. And now I can just vent them all the time everywhere. <laughs> so I'm not there anymore. Exactly. Now you can do it at conferences. And yeah, <laughs> I just got finished doing my first keynote ever at Cup Rap. And, and there, when they invited me, the, the one stipulation they gave me was like, you're not in higher ed anymore, so... Don't hold back. <laughs> Just say whatever you want. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, it got it got really it got real. So, Jess, we've had we've had some great shows. We've had some incredible guests. Uh, I feel fortunate to still have contact with a lot of those people. And uh, in fact, I, you know, I talked to talked to our, our pal Eddie Francis earlier this week. I was just on his podcast. I think it's coming out soon. Eddie's great and. It would have taken me probably a lot longer to meet him if we uh, hadn't had him on the show. And uh, it's incredible the relationships that we've built just through, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of talking with people. Yeah, I feel like most of the goal for this podcast was just like talk to people that we want to talk to and have an excuse to like, hey, I really enjoy what you have to say on Twitter. Can we just talk in person and, and record it? And uh, we've gotten to do that. And I, I hope. People have enjoyed listening to it. We're not really going anywhere. We're not doing the podcast, but we're still going to be around doing things. You're not getting rid of my Canva hot takes anytime soon. <laughs> well, and I mean, speaking of that, JS, you're, uh, you've you've ramped up your uh, your your social media spread of uh, of your pro tips across. I mean, I see they maybe it's just the algorithms like me now, but they feed me so much of your content on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh man, LinkedIn is, in wow. the, in a good way. In a good way. It's called diversification. Um, with with Twitter, the future is Twitter still being uncertain. I think you know, and whether or not like at some point, I just you get. I, I know you have Joel. It's just been like I'm not dealing with this platform anymore. Uh, going other places. Uh, it's a good move. I think everybody to kind of dip their toes into some other waters where they maybe feel more comfortable or are just, just kind of experiment a little bit more. And I've been doing more on LinkedIn, more on Instagram. I'm not sure if I'm going back to do stuff on TikTok. Eventually I will. It's just so much work. It's so much work to do. Speaking of, I I started, so I, on, on Instagram, I was doing these frozen pizza reviews uh, with my wife and then my friend, Sean Matthew, who lives here in Louisville with me, uh, he and I, well, not with me, but in the same city, he lives like, he lives like 900 feet away from my house. So, uh, he, he and I decided that we were going to move that to TikTok, And so we recorded the uh, first couple this weekend and it is so, so much work and their app is awful for editing stuff. Oh, 
like how many like the icons are so hard to decipher uh, like what what is this feature like which is the one like uh, maybe I'm showing my age but like I it's so much I don't know why for me it feels easier to edit on like Premiere or Final Cut Pro or like oh, yeah. professional level editing software than it is on TikTok I don't and I just want like I want to be able to not have to record my audio in one take or, you know, like I know you can like do little clips of audio over your videos. Like, great. I got to edit all the video together first and then I got to go and do any voiceover I want to do. And I've got to like chunk that into small bites in case I need to re-record something because otherwise you get rid of all of it. Ugh, it's just a pain. I don't want to do it. Kudos to all the uh, all the TikTok content creators that spend hours and hours in that app um because i like and i guess like i i don't know if this is true but we there there's some there's some reddits and stuff out there that that say tiktok favors the uh, videos that are edited in their app because they want you to be in there and so that's the experiment yep <laughs> i don't like it i was happier just taking pictures and posting them on an instagram grid but Oh, well, I'll probably get bored with that anyway. But if anyone wants to look at some frozen pizza reviews, I'll, I'll plug the Crustodians. That's like pizza crust and Love custodian uh, <laughs> on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> but JS. Yes. You've, you've had a lot of changes uh, since we started this podcast. And where where uh what what's what's the outlook for your future where where are you going what are you what are you excited about that that you can talk about but what are you excited about you know i just got back from from my first very first keynote at cup rap and hopefully there's some more speaking engagements in the future uh i'd love to keynote and do more of that again um I, and, and mainly you know in, in, in whatever industry, but I, I do want to continue now that I'm, I'm no longer in higher ed being an advocate for, for those who are still there, um, but also an advocate for social media managers in general. I'm very, I'm, I, I've got, a, I'm very fortunate and privileged to be in a position where I have a boss that is okay with me speaking out and, and, and doing some of those things. She actually uh, reached out to me and was like, Hey, JS, when you talk about your LinkedIn and I'm like, Oh, oh here it comes. She's like, can you do that for our company's LinkedIn? Like, sure. Okay, great. Let's do that. She's like, I love what you're doing. Keep it up. Just let's, let's also do it, do it for us too. Um, so follow chaotic, good studios on LinkedIn. Um, I haven't started doing any of that work yet, but we're still kind of in the, the foundational research uh, and development phase. That's nice to even be able to have research and development. I know. Isn't that wild? And have multiple people to do it for you. Um, so we're doing that and uh, continue working in the entertainment industry outside of Chaotic Good Studios, doing some freelance work. And I continue on Invincible for season two, uh, working with Black Market Narrative and their comic books. Uh, the comic book No One comes out. Uh, of course, it will have come out yesterday or whenever <laughs> the week, whenever this comes out. It, it comes out on the 15th, uh, along with its accompanying podcast, which features Patton Oswalt and Rachel Lee Cook. Uh, if you like true crime and superheroes, it's going to be a, a lot of fun. Um, of things for work that I can talk about. It was in the Hollywood Reporter, so I guess I can <laughs> I can say it. Um, Chaotic Studios will be working on uh, the front Amazon's uh, From Blood and Ash series based on the books by Jennifer L. Armentrout. If you're on Book Talk, you might be familiar with that. It's super super nerdy fantasy and very sexy uh, series. Um, 
so excited to get a chance to work on that. And, and eventually, my wife keeps telling me, like, start writing writing a book. <laughs> so uh, you should. Yeah, hold me accountable. Like, message me and like, how, how's that book coming? Uh, if you if you hear that, uh, I, I just need to just sit down and and hammer out some chapters. But um, we'll see. But you fo- follow the adventure along. I'm at JS Stansel on all the platforms. I'm doing the same old, same old. Yeah. Bravery is growing by leaps and bounds and doing some really incredible stuff. You've got an amazing team. Tell us a little bit about that. We've got an amazing team. Uh, yeah. Last year, we grew by 400% um, staffing wise. <laughs> Because, because wow, and we're still trying to keep up with work, which is, which is a good challenge to have. Um, you know, it's as a small business owner, there's a lot of there's a lot of circumspection that comes with change and growth and everything else. And so, uh, working through a lot of that stuff, we're about to launch uh, some new services. Actually, by the time this episode is live, we'll have some new service packages out. We're also uh, launching uh, our new. Uh, our, our new like fully managed higher ed web service called University Insight and essentially it's a it's a huge operational shift for some institutions and we're hoping that it's something people like but we are launching with our first our first institutional partner later this year and uh, hopefully a couple of others but we're we're basically uh, we're basically asking smaller universities or anyone that wants to um, to outsource their web operations and optimization to us so that they can focus more on the actual marketing side of what they do because honestly is web design and development a core competency that universities should have in-house I'm not sure there are people, but even like the shifts in the industry with how many technical marketing employees have left higher ed for greener pastures at bigger, you know, bigger companies, uh, startups, and things like that. Uh, it's it's so hard to hire talented technical staff in higher ed right now because we don't pay enough uh, in the industry, and we talked about that a lot on the show. Um, so we're 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 putting in place some options to let institutions forget about what the CMS is that they're using, forget about all the analytics products that they're buying, forget about all the subscriptions, get rid of all that stuff and let bravery worry about it. And then in return we uh, will be constantly optimizing your website for speed, um, for conversion rate performance, for all of those things and uh giving you data that isn't just raw data out of an analytics platform. It's actually filtered through our digital strategists um, and turned into real insights that say, hey, you should be doing this. And then if you want, we can do it for you. Yeah. Another long story short, Joel and JS have a lot on their plates right now. And podcasting is very time consuming. It is. We've loved doing it. I think we've we've I think we've said a lot of things that that needed to be said and some things that that didn't <laughs> maybe shouldn't have <laughs> but I stand by them so uh glad glad, glad we we've, we've done this and glad glad so many folks have found value and have enjoyed the journey along with us definitely um I will say that I am still podcasting but it's much shorter it's a uh, bravery now has a new 10 minute long short form podcast called appendix b um, which if anyone wants to listen, you can find that at bravery.co slash podcast. It's a 10 minute conversation between me and Kristen Van Doren, our head of, head of client strategy and research, where we just talk about a big topic for 10 minutes and don't necessarily solve it, but we, you know, 
put our put our opinions in place. Um, and for ten minutes, you know, I can I can talk for ten minutes pretty easily, and it takes a lot less time to 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 edit than an hour long show, uh, which is good. And and we're finding that a lot of listeners can also grab a ten minute podcast, and you know, you can put that on when you're grabbing coffee, basically. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, JS, it was a pleasure these yes. three-ish years with a small break. Um, I'm glad we did this, and I hope we get to do something similarly creative again in the future. Of course. That's what the best thing about, about this this whole experience is getting to collaborate with you and Carl and, and some all the people that we, we brought in, all the guests. Um, so it's been, been a, a wonderful experience. Thank you so much for listening to Thought Feeder for as long as you have. We are so grateful. You can find all of our back episodes still on thoughtfeederpod.com and we will leave that up uh, indefinitely. So we'll figure it out. But also wherever you subscribe to podcasts, the podcast will still be there if you want to revisit anything that we have talked about in the past. Once again, JS, it's been such a pleasure. Uh, thanks for being a, a good friend and a good co-host. Oh, man. Feelings mutual. Thank you. 